0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the Kind Book Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman.
1: Pogues, it's fantastic to be here. Another episode in the books, another mini underway, got another film lined up. we got a whole, I mean, we're just, we're just, we're doing it, you know? Oh, we're just, just keeping it moving. Firing on all cylinders. Just gonna bring that good attitude this time around, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I think I know a way to ruin it, that's for sure.
1: Oh, shit. Let me just go ahead and open our notes see what we... Ah, damn it. Ah, shit. Ah, damn it. I just saw the next movie. Oh, no. (laughs) Folks, please don't. No. You can't make me.
0: (laughs) This is a a movie that, in a way, I've wanted to do because I I want to watch it again, but I know it's not good, and I don't (laughs) want to just watch it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's one of those things where it's like, I'm going to eventually have to watch it for the podcast, so if I just watch a terrible movie... On my own, it just seems like self-abuse, you know?
1: I've I, I definitely, like, curiously hovered over some dumb DC movie I've not seen yet with the thought in my head, yeah, I'll watch this trash while I do something else. Uh, and then I go, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up. This is going to be an episode, baby. Yeah,
0: yeah. Occasionally I'll see something and be like, should I just watch it? And I'm like, nah, I'll wait for the podcast. Because in case it's really bad, I don't want to watch it twice. And I know this is bad, but there's a part of me that just really wants to watch it again so I can be like, yeah, that was as bad as I recall.
1: Yeah, I just can't find a reason why I'd want to watch like just a just a film that's from the depths of hell, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I couldn't fathom to watch something that was like I couldn't wa- I, I couldn't fathom to watch like trash that's just like
0: trash starring a uh, now, you know, disgraced A-list celebrity.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would hate that. Yeah. And a
0: a female lead who I haven't seen in a movie in 25 years, (laughs) like, probably since this film came out.
1: A female lead who is, in her own right, fine, but in this film, horrendously miscast. (laughs) Oh, so
0: it's like, I don't blame her. She should not have been cast. And we might as well just say, we were talking about a movie that is literally from hell. The film, From Hell, uh, based off the Alan Moore graphic novel, which tells the well, is a version of the true li- true story of Jack the Ripper, the notorious serial killer who some, you know, he's considered the first serial killer, although that's not accurate, but he's considered sort of like the, fir- the, the first of his kind, his terrible crimes. Uh, Alan Moore wrote a graphic novel that explained one theory as to who Jack the Ripper is because he was never caught. Or I guess technically he or she was never caught because, you know, could have been a woman, we'll never know. Uh he wrote he a graphic novel, which somebody bought the rights to, said, that's a cool title, and then threw the book in a trash can. Because <laughs> this movie, I, I was and telling Ben hey, earlier, hey, I think Bill? if I gave Ben a camera now, he's not read the graphic novel, and said, make me an adaption of this movie or this comic book, I think he would get closer having never read it than if, he, than if he had than this movie did having read it and bought the rights.
1: Hey, Bill, we're going to do Jack the Ripper. Can you get Johnny Depp and anyone, any female lead you can think of who can't do a British accent? Thanks, all right.
0: She is trying well, to do an Irish accent, and it is egregious. Like it would have, It would have been less jarring and offensive had she just spoken with an American accent and just been like, I'm American. Nobody would have been like, yeah, no, no. it. it It would have been less out of place than her eyes. Do it accent. the
1: Chernobyl way where everyone just talks normally and you just yes. tell everyone that you're Russian and everyone just accepts that. They don't need to have people going, yeah, duh. You know, yeah. people trying to like work in a bad Russian accent.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and she is just like, uh, you know, uh, some actors are maybe not meant for period pieces. Yeah. And, and she's one. And also, this is not her fault, but like, from the neck down, she's dressed like she's in Victorian England. From the neck up, she's in a Maxim photo shoot. Like, she's wearing, like, modern-day makeup. So it's even more, like, she just looks so out of place in every shot. Because you're like, well, no, she doesn't look like she could have been alive. Her teeth are way too good. You know what I mean? They should have cast people with terrible teeth. Which I guess would have just been British actors.
1: Oh! Another reason why she was inauthentic for the role. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, um,
0: I'm just driving by dunking on British <laughs> I know. because I know, I, I my jokes come from 1987.
1: <laughs> but the cast in this is fucking insane. Johnny Depp, who's just you know here, has uh, a. This was Graham, sort of like who, his
0: peak, though, of like when people yeah. were like, "Ooh, this Johnny Depp! What a great character actor."
1: Uh, fucking Bilbo is in this. Yeah, Ian Holm. Uh, goddamn Bilbo Baggins. Goddamn. Hagrid is in this. Yeah. Hagrid, Rubius Hagrid is in this. Uh uh as is a returning star from another film. Mr. uh Mr. Jason Fleming, uh, who was formerly seen in this podcast as Dr. Henry Jekyll or Edward Hyde in the League of Extraordinary. Oh, Children. that's right. He is in this. <laughs> wow, I forgot I I've seen this movie. I, I saw them. I, i'm
0: pretty sure i saw it in theaters which i don't know if that's something i actually should have admitted but you did though yeah i and i i, I remember i rented it one time like years later back when netflix still sent you dvd i guess they still do but back when i still used that as a service and i rented it and i remember like 15 minutes in being like oh, this is way worse than i remember <laughs> So, I was just typing in the names of random movies, uh, comic book movies, because we didn't really have a plan. And this one said it was on Hulu. And me and Ben have Hulu accounts, so it's quote-unquote uh, it, free for us to watch.
1: And I highly recommend that you dig up the trailer on YouTube for this, because it is... Another, I think it is all the indication that you need for how sort of out of touch this movie's production was. Because it this. is like... It is so strange. It has like a techno, a very early 2000s techno soundtrack uh, with an announcer being like a detective on the brink. You know what I mean? Like it's such a strange way to do this movie, a period piece again, um, with like dark, dark connotations. Um, it's insane. And, and uh, uh, this film, you know, this film was, 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 you know, released to the world, folks. It came out. At a vulnerable mm-hmm. time, uh, uh, just a mere three weeks after September 11th.
0: Oh yeah, maybe I didn't see it in theater. No, I definitely saw it. I can't believe I—that was how I coped with September
1: 11th. <laughs> you came out in October of
0: 2001. Um,
1: so uh, and,
0: and, and directed by <laughs> uh, the Hughes brothers, who yeah, who did uh, the, the Book Eli? of Eli. Yeah, Book who, of Eli. But who also got their like film? I think their first movie was Menace to Society, which is like yeah, what a, a cool, a good what a movie. cool
1: filmography. What a cool fucking filmography. Oh, and by the way, and I didn't realize this until until I did a little research. It, it is uh, it is the the screen uh, the screenplay is written by two people. One of which wrote the Road Warrior, Mad Max Two, and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. That's it, which is insane to have on your on your fucking resume. It, yeah, I mean that's it's, And it's nuts. bizarre,
0: because this movie is really not good. Oh, they also did presidents. Look at that. But yeah, and, and what's weird is, like I said, this is, I, I think we were talking earlier, I think this is the last comic book movie Alan Moore let his name be attached to. Like, you know, when they adapt the work, they always say, based on the graphic novel by Alan Moore and Eddie Campbell, I'm pretty sure this was it. He after this movie, because it was so bad and so far removed from his film that he said, I don't... I never want my work associated... Like, I don't want my name associated with these things, even for a credit in which I get paid. He gets paid to have his... You know what I mean? He didn't even want that. He didn't want... like I think for League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he refused to take the money because he didn't want them to adapt it.
1: That's insane. I mean, I can't fathom what that's like to be... Like just constantly infuriated and battling with your own works <laughs> as it's disseminated incorrectly from your from yeah. The point I mean, he the, has a very specific belief. Too. Yeah, yeah. He
0: does not think you should adapt anything. Something should either be a book, a song, a comic, it, a movie. You should never cross them because he thinks the art form like that diminishes the art of the thing you're adapting.
1: In fact, I believe I pulled from the Wikipedia page uh, a single quote from, or a single reference to Alan Moore's response, which was that he criticized the replacement of his gruff version of Frederick Averline with a, quote, Absinthe swilling dandy, end quote.
0: Classic <laughs> is, angry British which, Alan Moore.
1: Which I have to say is a way I wish one day Alan Moore may refer to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I listened to that podcast and it was by an absent, I was just like, oh no, I hope he was talking about you. <laughs> uh alan Moore notoriously kind of a dick too so uh <laughs> so I'm not also, necessarily coming down in his uh corner but
1: also notoriously hates our podcast just so everyone knows like, oh yeah, I mean, probably if we you have ever heard it i'm beef. sure if,
0: i'm sure he would be like incensed that there's a group of people recording their thoughts on comic books i'm sure that would drive him insane <laughs>
1: I want to start a beef with Alan Moore. I want, like, a full-on, like, TMZ article-level beef with Alan Moore. Just so that when he works on his next uh, graphic novel, that that he writes in two villains that are really offensive caricatures of us. <laughs> I mean... That's, that, that's where I want to get,
0: you know? <laughs> it would be great, except for... I don't know if you've read Alan Moore's works as they've gone on. They've really become grossly sexual for no reason, so...
1: <laughs> well, uh, I'll take it.
0: He wrote a thing that was uh a like Lovecrafty horror and a woman has sex with a fish man, and I was like, that felt
1: unnecessary. <laughs> Look, get me in there, man. Uh, get me in do you there. you want to be
0: the fishman or the woman in this situation?
1: I I am not the artist. I am I am merely I am merely the enemy that is being ruthlessly parodied.
0: The enemy that news. Is... <laughs>
1: That's called anti muse um, I'm excited to do From Hell, despite its length. I just realized how long it is. It's two I'm hours. Upset. Yeah, I'm upset. Um, uh... <laughs> There's, there are.
0: I remember parts of it not being super terrible, but like huge chunks of it are really terrible. <laughs> and I, I mean, maybe you'll find it interesting. There are at least. Four or five facts about jack the ripper if, you, <laughs> if you're interested in that it's on hulu guys i suggest everybody watch it uh and listen to the podcast you know we can all enjoy a bad movie together
1: i mean that's that's the joy here and if you don't want to watch the movie that's fine we'll save you we'll save you an hour and 20 minutes by recording an episode yeah for you to listen to that will simply cover everything you need to know
0: mostly dealing with accents i'm sure and a weird scene inc- involving the elephant man
1: Oh
0: god. <laughs> that's not a joke. Uh so, I think that's it. Uh you can watch this on Hulu for free. So check it out. Um we also wanted to mention though, uh after, you know, a long a long beef between me and Mike Hayes of making jokes about his podcast. Uh he invited me and Ben on to uh B Movie Mania spin-off podcast called not quite canon uh where he is showing uh, watching fan films based on other you know existing properties he had both me and ben on to watch batman dead end which was a fan-made film that premiered at san diego comic-con back in 2003 <sighs> uh surprisingly well done we watch and i, I we enjoyed
1: maybe right ben i would say so it was it's really insane
0: it's very insane. It's it's a fun episode. It's always fun just to hang out with Mike and talk. Uh, if you like him on this podcast, you'll like him here. And also you should just check out B Movie Mania. It's worth it just for Mike. But uh you can just go to bmoviemania.com. Uh, and, and it's just B the single letter. moviemania.com and they have a whole list of their podcasts. It's about the fourth one down. Not canon not quite canon so give it a listen i'll also throw the link into the description of this podcast so you can just find it through there i think that's it Uh, until
1: next week